And welcome back to the Sweet Shots podcast. Lucas Johnson alongside Mark Johnson and Chuck Johnson back in St. Andrews uh, for episode five this week. Um, Should be another good week. We had uh, lots to talk about going on last week. Uh, Mark and myself just getting back from the old Sin City. We left... uh, well, at least with our dignity, so we got out of there just fine. Um, good to be back, Chuck. Not sure how you survived out here. It was tough without you two, but I managed. Made it work. I did. I'm anxious to hear a little Vegas gambling, and you guys couldn't pull through the hockey team. You were there to cheer them on. But we can do a hockey breakdown too on this podcast if you want. But yeah, we we might turn into a quick hockey podcast. Who knows? That was uh, embarrassing. For those that don't know, uh, UND Hall of Fame game took place down in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, here this last weekend. Uh, went to visit or went to watch them take on Arizona State University Sun Devils. Uh, hockey mecca, the hockey mecca school of what's that like Southern Arizona, something like of that. Arizona of Arizona. Well, I mean GCU has hockey and. Probably Northern Arizona has hockey, but this is big time D1 hockey. D1. Mm-hmm. They share the rink with the Arizona Coyotes. Right. Is that a fact? That is. Oh, okay. They're yeah. getting a new, Coyotes are getting a new uh, stadium built, so they're 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 sharing a locker room now with college kids. Okay. But actually, and I'm not making excuses for our club here from North Dakota at all, but just when you look at, ASU and what they can build, they can build that program in a hurry. You know, say that you're a young person that has hockey talent and you want to make a road for yourself and you're going to, you know what, I'm going to choose to go play in a startup program that happens. I don't have to wear boots all winter. I get to walk around in flip-flops pretty much all winter when I'm not at the rink. Um, The student ratio at ASU Male to female. It's probably sitting pretty good. I, I think there's just a lot. They have a lot of things going for them as a new startup program. And then when you look, go to tier lower than that, the USHL, you know, most of these young men that decided to play at ASU probably had it, had a couple years at in the USHL. So it's not their first. It's not like they found some guys off of, you know, uh, Scottsdale Boulevard. That were rollerblading. Just said, hey, man. Why don't we yeah. have you guys come in and play hockey? I mean, these guys are—they're—they're they're really good players. Well, they had. Uh, is there any Minnesota uh, boys? Well, I, I was just going to say, I think there was a guy from Moorhead their first year. I think it was Carson Cospada. I played with him growing up. That's right. Junior hockey. Yep. Oh, and he got recruited to go down there. One of his first years, kind of bumped around a little bit. I'm not sure where he ended up if he played or not. Um, I don't know that either. But a uh, kid from Fargo, Cade Stibby. Oh, yeah, is uh, is rostered there. I happen to oh, yeah, that's right. bump into him the morning of the game. Uh, unfortunately, he wasn't going to dress that game. He was pretty bummed. That would have been pretty pretty cool for him to be able to dress in front of all his uh, North Dakota friends. Um, was, it was sold out too. Sold out stadium. They said came, sold out, but there were open seats. I don't know that they. I think they had a certain amount of tickets they could sell out, and I think that's what it was. What do you mean? It's not. It wasn't. There's. Could I have walked in and found a seat? Yes. Oh, okay. Then to me, that means it's not sold out. There were large portions it. of the... They announced it. They announced it was sold, sold out. Sold out arena. Yep. 
Yep. Well, that's just a moving target. I mean, so say the place holds 20,000. 17 for hockey. 17. And then you say, hey, for this game, let's just say 12 would be a good good crowd. Mm-hmm. If we go above 12, let's just call that sold out. Yeah. That's probably what they did. I think that's what they did. Because it was um, – we sat by – our seats were, were literally – we were bumping elbows with the band. It was loud for before the game. But then the band split half and half. So at T-Mobile, they got they call it the fortress up there where the normal drum line sits for the Vegas Knights. So half the band, I would guess the upperclassmen, went and sat up there and played up there. And then about five minutes into the first period, the rest of the band left because there's a bunch of open seats up there. So by us, there was probably, well, there was a full open section. Yeah, and it, it it looked like in the lower bowl they reserved seats for ASU fans that didn't get filled, like almost a whole section. I I did notice that too. And yeah. then they let because there was about fourteen ASU fans in the whole building, mm-hmm. which it worked out for those fourteen people. They had a good time, but right. um, but so UND fans moved down to that lower bowl to fill that section, and so but that was pretty cool. Regardless, you know, North Dakota fans. Um, whether it's NDSU football, UND hockey, there's not many fan bases in the U.S. that can do what we do when we travel. No, we talked about it when we were down there, and it was impressive, the sea of UND green walking around Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And and Vegas loves it. They love it. guy that owned a couple, Fremont Street, there was a party. Chuck, you're familiar with Fremont? I've been. Yep. Um. You used to exhibit down there, didn't you? I did. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Worked the corner. Statue man or what, what kind of break dancing. <laughs> <laughs> the worm. Yeah. <laughs> the worm. No, the, the one of the owners of the casinos made a speech down there and he you know, he loved seeing North Dakota fans down there. The live band. It was it was festive. It was really cool. I mean, that's Fremont, that's from what I remember it early on, it's kind of turned a corner now with that big LED stuff over the top and Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they did a nice job with it. It was a good time. Um, many of people stopped. And we're like, what? What's going on? What? Why is there so much green? And me being a bison, I'm like, well, it's North Dakota, you know, just North Dakota. What do you guys? What do you guys do? Uh, well, we play hockey. Are you good? And at that point, yes, we were. At that point, we were. <laughs> Give us about twelve hours. No, he might not be. You know, that's why you play the game, but that should have been a, I don't know, 6-2, six, 6-1 two, six, game, 6-2 game. It was looking on paper, like it early on. I mean, on those paper first up two, two nothing. Yeah. But here, here's the deal in sport, and I'm going to break it down, and, and, and we can either move on or you guys can follow up with this. But I think there's an element of when you're, when you're told you're going to win, when you know you're going to win, and then you get up early 2 nothing. I coached enough squirt hockey <laughs> that these hockey ki- kids, they're still kids. They, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, I don't I want to say it's a discipline thing, but all of a sudden it's who's going to get theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, we're up to rip. You forget to do the basic deal. I mean, you're faster, you're stronger, you're more skilled than that other squad to a man, every, almost every man. And you forget to take care of the basics, like get the puck in deep. Go down in the corner and work and get it out because you're stronger than he is. You're gonna you're gonna win that battle battle nine out of ten times. 
But it's when you stop doing that stuff and you start making the extra pass and I'm looking for the highlight goal. Um, yep. All of a sudden, and then it's hockey. Then you and, give them hope. And you give them hope. And, they, and and all of a sudden they get a good bounce and a favorable and then moment, then momentum switches. I mean, it was diseased. It was it was bad. So, in case you couldn't tell, Mark is quite the UND hockey fan. <laughs> <laughs> we he's struck just, a nerve. He's just waiting for his call to get on the bench one it. of these days. I love it, boys. Listen here. Here's what we're gonna do. He needs to give him the speech in the locker room. Well, yeah. then uh, Brooks, he's done it. He did it for the bagroom staff at Fargo Country Club. He can do it for the UND hockey team. Oh yeah. He did it for my bowling team, too, back in the <laughs> going into the championships. You guys got jackets for that, didn't you? Well, yeah, that's for another day, but we are all city champs, Mark. We are. They can never take that away from us. <laughs> yep. When you're a b- all-city bowling champ, that's elite company. Elite. That is a story for another day, because okay. that's just, that's, <laughs> we're jumping all over here. We are. Between uh, hockey and and bowling. Who knew we were going to be a bowling podcast too? Talk about that someday. It's coming, but I mean, two the two goal leads worst lead to have in, in hockey. Can't uh, big. Can't sleep on it. But, but you know, Vegas. Anyways, to put a wrap on that, hockey game was fine, entertaining. But you know, LJ and I, we we held our own in the big city in Vegas in the city. The lost wages. Are they talking we, about uh, you still? I think well, after Saturday night, they were. They were talking about us. You got on the tables. Well, Saturday well, like morning before the game, we we made some noise. Is this in a bingo parlor or where were you guys? <laughs> yeah, bingo, bingo, Keno. B fifty two all over. <laughs> well, we've solved the craps riddle. I'm so, oh, oh, sure. craps we've was our that. big. Yeah, craps that's is our big. Money if, I, maker. if I needed to replenish, yep. the pockets just found a craps. Mm-hmm. Well, technically a video craps game, but it it's works. Unbelievable. It's craps I, is craps. Yeah, the, the the table minimums are, are nuts. $25. $25. Anytime yes. you want to go play. Yes. On a and, weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it was Saturday yeah. Sunday, yep. I guess. Yep. Yep. But even, I mean, it's $15 when it's not. You know, you get down in the morning, it's $15 minimum. So were you playing the bubble craps? Yeah, bubble craps. Hit the little button, sitting around the table. With the team. Love yeah. that. Shoot the button or whatever it says. Yeah, Press I hit it quack, quick just so I don't have to hear the video That's, woman yeah. say that. Emily was sitting around. She's like, "Can you just can you just hit the button, please?" I was like, "I gotta wait till it hits seventeen seconds, and then I can." And then you hit it. Yeah, that's that's a fun way to do it. And you're kind of at your own screen until the guy, random dude, walks up and starts putting currency on your bets oh, for you. Oh man, like I had happen. That was that was my twenty first celebration, yeah. wasn't it? When right. we went down there. Yeah. Anywho, so you guys? No, I mean I recap that because that's that's just comical. Because well, we're sitting, what was that MGM Grand? He did it to me first. Yeah, I think he he played through your pay, your bankroll, and then he. Yeah, we're sitting we're sitting at Bubble Craps, the Electronic Craps, yeah. just the three of us hanging yep. out. This was what was this? Our first day we were there. I don't remember. First it doesn't night, matter. Yep. It was early, and we were just trying to have a good time. We were going to the Knights Wild game later on. Yep. Just. Feeling it out, seeing how we're doing. I got no clue what I'm doing because I'm freshly 21. We're teaching you. Yeah. We're showing you. Showing me the ropes. Yep. On how to play craps. And a gentleman, random guy walks up. You know, he he was dressed the part. Well, he oh, said, he was looking good. He was really a, good. He was a professional better. Is that what it was? Well, that's what he said. That's what he said. But he doesn't. 
the the key the key that I picked up on was that he told you he he told us he bets other people's money. Yes, he did. He well, never bets his money. After he went through my bankroll, he said that. <laughs> well, that's a nice gig. So he played yours, Mark, and I think you finally like I don't know if you told him just hey I'm good thanks or what are you how you got him out of yeah. there? I think I ran out of money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I was doing fine I, on yeah. my own. Yeah, and he, he's got this thing hanging out, and he's yes. he's next to me, and he's like, "Why aren't you on this? How about this? Why aren't you doing this?" I said, well, "I don't know. This is the way I play." Yes, and it's working for me. I mean, so I mean, if if my deal set at one hundred and twenty credits. Mm-hmm dollars maybe 120 dollars but i started with 20s that's pretty good exactly but he's looking at that like maybe i start with 500 and i'm down to 120 so he's gonna save me yeah and all of a sudden he's dragging dropping fives and drags and dropping tens all over down everywhere he was pulling down menus i didn't even know existed yes and uh all of a sudden it was about three rolls later and i'm out of money and (laughs) yeah that's the way it goes sometimes yep that, then he, you got to have over to me. Yeah, you got to have money on the table to win money. I yeah. think is what he said. Yeah, it did in a different accent. And and you, I knew he was helping you, but I didn't know how things were going really. Then he gets done with you, and then he wanders over to me. Same thing. I'm up. Same deal. I'm up. I got a nice little bankroll going. You were up more than he was. I was. And all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" And he's just touching my screen and sliding tens into spots. I'm like what? Pretty soon I got hundred plus on the table, and it craps out. Oh, he goes, well, takes a puff of his cig. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, didn't he? I mean, it was working for a little bit because I remember he goes to you. He goes, "We're gonna get up two hundred, yeah. and then we're gonna." We're well, gonna I was move up one eighty. Right. Had to do yeah. Is that's why twenty was, more bucks. Yeah. 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 Big talker. Thanks. Yeah. So, anywho, that guy wasn't around. He he left you guys alone this time. If he was, he wasn't at Park MGM, okay. Which I love because there's no smoking there. It's fantastic. It's pretty. Re- it's laid back over there. Yeah, it, you got a little bit of everything there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I was. Uh, let's see. So that Saturday was probably our best day, and it was Saturday midday that we found the found the first craft table, and I was. I think I was already down. Well, I was down eighty from the night before. But I, I had I had caught a hot dice, got back up to to square, and then I think you joined. Yes, Mark, and 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 things just took off from there. We held the dice between the two of us for forty five minutes. It was oh, probably wow. close to an hour. That's nice. Yeah, we made friends. People liked good. us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were calling shots. I was. What I mean? What do you need? What do you What do you guys need? <laughs> I'm looking through the bubble. <laughs> To the gal across yeah. the way, what right. do you need? Yep. Calling it. She thought I was saying something else. I'm like, no, I'm not serious. <laughs> what are you looking for? Right. An eight. You need an eight? <laughs> I'll get you an eight. Get you an eight. He That's how too. hot we were. He did. Yeah. Who would a four hurt right now? Yeah, what's a four? four? I mean, the yeah, point's his, four. It's his, like his quote of the day was, um, well, we just had a 10, and he called it. He said, how about a 10? He Here's a 10, it. right? Nice. A couple more rolls go by. We established four as a point. Yeah. So now four needs to get rolled. Yep. Couple rolls go by. We're winning. It's fine. And he goes, uh, I mean, what's a four anyway? It's basically a ten, just just smaller. And okay. I was like, yeah, with that logic, he can't be beat. Here's a four. Why not? And you hit it. Yeah, it's pretty rare when you get into that type of roll 
holding dice between a couple of guys for almost an hour and you're calling shots. Yes. I mean, it, in golf, that's like being a lot under par mm-hmm. through 14. Yeah, it's like you get a 15-foot birdie putt and you start walking it in halfway. Yeah. Good for you guys. That's, what that's we, fun. That's what we were for a while. And then we parlayed that into sports betting. I hadn't mm. really done that before. Yep. I mean, you get a ticket and then you bring the ticket home. The 98 Vikings was my famous ticket that right. I was probably one of the few Viking fans. I shouldn't say this out loud, but when they lost the NFC Championship game. No, you didn't. Don't even go there. I was sad, but I also couldn't find my Super Bowl winning <laughs> ticket. And it would have been really hard had they won that game and then got on to win the Super Bowl. And then I had 20 I put 20 bucks on them that August before the 98 season yeah, to win the Super Bowl. I remember Bowl. that. And I couldn't find myself. I never did find that bed slip. Isn't that crazy? That's so, anyways. But we uh, we had a personal uh, MGM sports gambling expert reel us in, and then help us get the new app on your phone on the yep. phone and yep. explain everything how we played before we knew it. We were putting what we thought. We were told the minimum bet was $20. That I cannot believe. She lied. Yeah. She She's lied. like, your first bet has to be $20. What? No. Has to be. And then and then there, the excuse is like, well, it's $20 because if it's not $20, the app can get a little buggy and, and we don't want you coming back here and saying, hey, the app doesn't work. And that seems fishy. Like, uh, yeah. Because after that, I was doing $3, $2 yeah, bets. Yeah, so. it, was, it was $5. So it, it, it was fishy. Okay. But the twenty dollars was well spent. I think we we laid down the first the same same on the bikes on the bikes to cover to, to cover. cover which they never cover. No, they never cover three and a half points at home though against Cardinals. Yeah. Plus, nice. what made it sweeter is she was a Cardinals fan, so we told her what the bet was going to be, it. and yeah. she was like, nah, "I don't know." And we're like, "No, nah, no, nah, yeah, they'll cover." Interface. We just <laughs> twenty bucks. You want yeah. you want twenty bucks? Here you go. Yeah. How about some futures? Do you have masters picks? Yes, and that's where ultimately we were trying to get to on the on this deal. Mm-hmm. I've got some, and and you know how it, that app is really glitchy. Yeah, because right now it won't even it's it won't even open. Are you uh, are you on the company Wi Fi here? No, do we allow sports gaming? No, no. company Wi Fi. No. Maybe that's why it's blocked me out. I'm certain it is. Yeah, Kill your Wi Fi. I'm, I'm I'm off. Could I'm talk off to Wi-Fi. the IT guy. Well, maybe get that fixed. I did master's picks. Love it. Let's and hear it. like I, me last year. I think I, I got Seamus, and this was before I even knew he was, oh, that he won. Good call. He took Seamus. Huh? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's got to be like a 50, that's, seventy-five. That's got to one. be a good return. Yeah, it was. But, it uh, was good. It wasn't that good, but it was good. How about Jason Day? Could we have bet on Jason Day? Oh yeah. Here, I'll I'll pull it up. Yeah. So I I placed uh, some wagers on Masters and I I went just kind of these guys that you're like mm. mm-hmm. I went odd I just went odds I didn't pick any of the guys yep. probably in the top ten I like it thinking we're, it's gambling Tom Hoey's in the top ten for betting do you know that at the Masters Yep. oh wait no no maybe this week he wasn't even listed what for the is Masters. this now I can't even find the Masters he was not he was not listed for the Masters so he's considered the other oh they. They took it off, probably because so, of my so, wagering. Yeah, so I'm certain now that now that Sharps. you got uh, the Mayakoba coming up. Yeah, that's the only golf futures you can bet on the app. So yeah. I was thrown for a loop there. 
I, I apologize. It's my fault. Yeah, I went, you know, I went guys like, uh, trying to think, uh, all Australian, or not Australian, um, came out when he was a teen, not came out, he turned professional when he was a teenager. Oh, I, I don't know. This, wow. We're not breaking things down that way. He turned professional when he was just a teenager. From, from Australia? No, he's from Great Britain at a, at a British Open. This is kind of fun. I'm yeah. trying to think who this is. Blonde. Uh, signed, a, uh, signed an autograph for you at the, at the PGA Championship at Hazeltine. Plays in the Masters. So he's a solid yeah. player. Really good player. How old of a guy? He's got to be 40. Oh, Late 30s. Justin Rose? Yeah. Justin Rose. How did I know that? I didn't, know, that? I didn't, I didn't even know Blonde? that he turned pro out of high school. Yeah, he was like 7 to 18 at a, at a British Open. I like the, huh? kind of like the pick. Is yeah. He's still playing. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And no, he's, he's like three years removed from being a champion, from a player's champion. Or yeah. No, he can still play. Oh, okay. And his odds were fantastic. Okay. Another guy, uh, another a great Britain guy. There you go. Guess the golfer. This is going to be a This, this is going to be every, every week. Let's do this. Uh, big forearms. Did he come out too? Big, big forearms. forearms. Oh, Casey. Paul Casey. I'd never play that guy again. What in the, the hell? I know, but it's 86. He shot. I know. He was going to win this tournament. He, Popeye. Three, through three days, he was unbeatable. I want to know why big forearms was such a key word for you. I'm into big forearms. <laughs> no, well, that was one of your analytics <laughs> tools a couple of years ago right. when we were looking for nothing but big forearms. You know, actually the length oh, of the, geez. what do you call the bone that goes from your elbow to your wrist? Um, I think there's two of them in there. It's not the femur. No, that's wrong extremity. That's, that's the leg. So there's well, it's radius and ulna. So as a golf instructor, Lucas, you should probably know this fact that there is, there's data that supports how far you hit the golf ball by this the length of your forearm. There's my problem. It's a lever. It's a lever. It's, it's a, a lever thing. Deal. We should yeah. get Kennedy on here and he can break it down for us. The physics, the of, physics of it, the yeah. forearm. You got any more that explain to us? But Paul, so I I pick some guys Paul like Casey. that that are off the radar. Mm-hmm. But you know the Masters, you just never, you never know what's going to happen. And both there. of those guys have had uh, plenty of rounds at Augusta. A lot of rounds, yep. great experience. Yep. And then, you know, Zalatoris, you got to pick Zalatoris, that guy. You took Will. Yep. I took it. He, I've had him in the last three years, second mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. top five. I got a good feeling this year. Could you have bet on Tiger? Yep. Oh yeah. 4,000. Yep. Four yep. He's a 4,000. Plus 4,000. What does that mean? Uh, on a hundred dollars, you make 4,000. So on ten bucks you'd make four hundred. Yep. Yeah. So I took guys that were actually worse, worse or better odds. Would it be worse odds I've if never, you get if you make more money? Is that worse? it would be worse odds? Is it worse odds though? Well, yeah, because they're they're odds to win. So if you have better right. odds to win, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then you take the worse odds. Maybe well, I, I was looking for the home run. So I like the home run. I went. Uh, I went more gut feeling. Will Zalatoris, he's my guy. I think I've probably, well, I haven't had the chance to mention him on here yet, um, but I've mentioned it other places. Uh, Roy McIlroy, also my guy, 2012. Yeah, but what is he, two to one? He's right. got to be the favorite. No, he, yeah, was, he is the favorite. He, he was not the favorite, but he was. he's only plus 1,000. So no. Roy McIlroy is the favorite. He's got to be the favorite. John Rahm was second. Maybe. Either way. 
Roy Rory McIlroy. Career Grand Slam. It would uh, I waited two and a half hours when we went to the Masters, Mark, for his autograph in 2012. Did you get it? I did get it. Yep. I got interviewed by a, a lovely Asian couple afterwards. I don't know if you remember that, Mark. They no, I don't. Pulled me aside. Yeah, it was interesting. I got his autograph, and then uh, he promptly missed the cut. So he owes you. He owes me. Uh-huh. And then uh, my gut pick, my home run, Mr. Ricky Fowler at plus eight thousand. <laughs> that would be something. Cavity backs and Butch Harmon. Here we go. I, I like it. Throw it out there. Assuming he plays. So what's happening with the live golf guys? So they're listed well, on the yeah they were listed on the on the on the odds. Masters has not come out and denied them entry. The Open Championship says it will not close its door to them. Mm-hmm. So one of the four majors will have all of them. So you would think that's going to put some pressure on the rest of the majors to just to hang around. And for those that don't know, the Live the Live Tour uh, is a new tour that plucked a number of people, coerced them to leave their tours for money. Money talks. And money Dustin talk. Johnson, we just saw through six events, seven events. Yeah, it would have been eight events. Eight events. Was that $23 million? $35 million. 30. <laughs> <laughs> and he hasn't won. Uh, he won once, I thought. Oh, did he? Well, oh, didn't he? he won the individual, I think, overall yeah. points. Oh. And so that was $18 million. I think he had two, like, second place because that was $4 million. Okay. And then he has the best team, however their team stands. That's Cam the one thing Reed. I don't want I saw the picture. Pat Perez, Pat I think, Reed. is on there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just. I'm fine the, with the whole structure. not allowing him in. Are you? I am. Not allowing him. Not allowing him. Send a message. Let's go. It is tough, though, because you, you want the best players in the world. They, and I'm not saying that the, all of the live guy, golf guys are the best players in the world because they're not. Statistically, right. they're not. Their average ranking is like 89. Yeah. So, but, you know, you miss out on guys like Cam Smith. Kepka. Kepka, who's a major yeah. nut. Yep. It, that was they're going to let word, these guys play. They yeah, have they to. Are. They're going to let them play. Yeah, they will. I, I don't know. I... These guys, they're independent contractors. Now, a, a tour can set their own rules as the number of events that you have to play to be a member. But can you tell somebody what they can do on their days off? Right. It seems very, like, Russia-esque. Well, you know but, what I'm saying? But these live golf guys, they're, they're no longer independent contractors, though, because they're getting paid to show up. So when that would that would just be a... At, at that job. Point. At that job. At yeah. that job. Yeah. But for the... PGA oh, Tour. The, okay. Right. Yep. Their rules are you got to play whatever it is, 17, 17 times. I'm, I don't know if that's the number, but they're saying you got to play this many times to yeah to check to the box eligible. and say I'm a full-fledged yep. PGA Tour member. And then beyond that, what if you wanted to just go deep-sea fishing the rest of the time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or go play well, craps. Or go yeah. play craps or something. Yep. It, right, right now they're saying, nope, you can't, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Craps ultimately is a, it, we see that as a competitor to the PGA Tour. Right. I just I kind of got things, a problem. Things with are going to change there, though, right? Don't you think that's going to have to? Something's got to give. I mean, it's just it, it's eating a sport. 
Yeah. Right. It's not doing anything good for the sport. People can argue one way or another. I just don't see it benefiting. They haven't drawn, you know, I think their big super finale or whatever at Live drew fifty five thousand viewers. Yeah. Which But they don't need to I, I don't think they're doing it for that, which goes back to the, the country. Is it Saudi, Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Money. I mean, yeah. what are they doing? They're they're using sport to try and just maybe cover up some stuff that's not so hot. Right. Yeah, I mean, you got the the Put term them. sports washing. So without yeah. getting into it, but yeah, I mean, I think ultimately you look at, you know, what what the guys originally wanted to go over there for being less golf and more money. A lot of these guys, that was their best option. They didn't. I mean, it was not to not to be too harsh, but they were irrelevant on the PGA Tour. Yeah, making couple hundred thousand if that and then got a expenses on top of that where now they're guaranteed multi-millions so they get on the right team more multi-millions like pat perez like pat perez and now now all of a sudden you're relevant he's good tv though yeah he is yeah, yeah. Oh, well yeah, yeah. but okay. the interesting thing will be because they have a they have a you know they're a 38 person field or 42 person field or whatever that is and all these guys they got over there that were, we'll call them lower echelon players, they got over there by saying, here's guaranteed money, here you're playing golf. And now they're having to rotate those guys out. Not necessarily rotate, but kick them out. And these guys, they can't, there's not a tour to go work back on and, and get back on to live right now. Hmm. You're the pick to play or you're not. You know. Or you're throwing out. But but we don't know what's going on. I think there's a couple articles out there that are probably highlighting this issue. I know uh, um, uh, Alan, what's his face? He did an article on Phil, the big expose. Ship, ship, ship ton. Yep. I think he dug into that and um, the great uh, aces of golf, I think, is what Monday Monday Q info, Monday qualifier info. He does well, I'm some sure we'll, stuff. But we'll get into live as things start playing out here yeah i think that after this offseason it, it'll be really interesting to see where they go but um yeah it, yeah masters bets to your point chuck yeah i guess i really didn't think about that hopefully where he plays in the masters oh he'll play he's gonna win an event here coming up so he'll get in you don't worry about it was it top 50 in the world get into <laughs> top 50 yes yeah in the masters so he's only 100 away all right, here we go. We still that high? <laughs> <laughs> no way he's in the good. top 150. I'm feeling good. I don't think he is. But no anyway, way. okay. Yeah. I'm feeling good. He's going to have a great year. He's going to bounce back. Are if we he's not playing, his odds should have been way better than plus 8,000. Or worse. Worse? Yeah. So there's a chance he's not even playing? Well, don't worry about it. There's how many Whatever. more months? Five months? I want enough he's money in time. Vegas. That's covered anyway. How about uh, last week's draft? DraftKings, can yeah, we go there? Yeah, let's hope. I don't want to talk because we're all tied at one win apiece. Yep. Which method's going to work? I mean, only in the long run. It was not, I will tell you right now, it was not cuts made and fantasy points per game. Namely, that didn't help you. That did not help me. It was not my method. Well, I was coming off a win. You I were. Remember, you, I remember. Yeah. I had got my game in shape. And I, I, had, a, I had a solid. Solid squad, guys. Well, I was you, in the top 25 of my pool ooh. at one time. Oh, at, at one, one time. time. Jeez. Saturday. We were also winning a couple hundred thousand Saturday. dollars at one time. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. That's where you that's where you want to be going <laughs> Sunday, into Sunday, guys. Well, at the end right, of Sunday. Right. Well, understood. And then Russell Knox went plus two on the weekend. That hurt me. But I had all six of six make Thanks it. To cut. That's Good. key. Good mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Plus the winner, Seamus. Got to have the winner. I had Seamus. I know you did. Patrick Rogers finished third. Where I'm most proud is Aaron Baddeley, the old timer, finished mm-hmm. sixth. The Grizzly vet. Yeah. He was in second at one time. My points were 568 for the week. Wow. Yep. 568. What, uh, 568. Can I ask? What'd that net you? Um, I, I 3X'd. So my, oh, nice. Yep. From my, my bet. I like that. 3X'd. What does that mean? Three times as bad. Oh, okay. That's, you do that. I mean, the guy could make a living doing that. You could. You could. Unless you were betting you were just what? quarters. Five what? <laughs> 68. Five, 68. I had 453, which is a solid week for a guy that only had two guys miss the cut. You had two miss. Mm. Two miss. Mm. I still, mm. in some games, <laughs> that would have made me some money. But the game that I happened to choose, it was like the top 30 out of 10,000 mm. were winning. But uh, Seamus, I had Seamus. You know, um, the guy, you guys kind of mocked and ridiculed me for Brian Gay. Um, I didn't know such a thing. Tie for 11th. That's he's a solid. past champion. He's unbelievable track record there, but he's yeah. coming off a wrist injury. That's the guy. He Remember? Was, he was on fire at one point, right? 66, yeah. 66, 66. Three in a row. That's how he opens that tournament. Yeah. 73. Ouch. <laughs> but that's solid. Tie for that's 11th. good plan. That's yep. good plan. I went course history. Yep. Van Ruin was on my team. Yep. Uh, Did he make the cut? Yep. yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. He uh, he didn't play well on the weekend, but 66-66. I had all my guys were shooting. I had a good team to start with. But, yep. uh, yeah, I had a couple guys miss the cut. To your point, Chuck, you got to gotta find a way to get six guys to make the cut. Mm-hmm. You really do because then that that just that's your point machine for the weekend. That's right. Yeah, that would have been really, really good to have. I mean, half my team missed the cut, so I was I was out from Friday. That was bad. I mean, I, I look. I Mark Hubbard slow start one under par. He's on the, the first tour. day. Mark Hubbard. He's, he's a great playing. guy. You you get off Mark Hubbard, okay? This is he's a great guy. Resting up for the next one. He shot four under in round two, so it's there. Mm-hmm. Just didn't have it the first day. Joseph Bromlett. Six under the first day, I felt really good. Actually, after the first day, one under, Mark Hubbard. Okay. Then I got uh, S. Kim. It's young, young, young. 67 young the first day. 67. Yep. Eric Van Royen, 66. Chang Dow, 65. Joseph Bromley at 66. C.T. Pan, 66. Okay? Sitting really good. Yeah, you were. Let's go to Vegas. Mark Hubbard, four under. Okay, miscut. Sachang Kim, or wait, Seung Young Kim, one over, miscut. Eric Van Royen, there's a five under. Okay, Sachang Dow, six under again. Hello. Joseph Bromlett, even par, miscut. CT Pan, four under. So now I'm out. Three guys missed the cut. Did you have two at four under? On the second day. Nine under. What was the cut? Was it four under? That's why I'm asking. Yeah, Kim was three no, under. No, was it, was, it, it was, uh, would have been like six under. Because Joseph Bromlett was five under and he missed, missed cut the cut. was six under par. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, those guys are good. But, I mean, Zachang Dow, let me just talk on him because he actually made the cut for my next team. 
He goes six under, six under, four over, four under for a T17 finish. Think of what it, Saturday would have been even. I know. I know. Then you're going, yeah, then you're going 16 under par. I don't know. It's, would Seamus shoot to win? 20? I don't have that in front of me. It, oh, says it. It, it says it on there. I got it. Seamus, he was uh, 19 under par. I mean. There you go. He's right there. And he shot right 70 the last day. He was only one under the final day. Yeah. Oh. I, I just had guys not show up Friday or Saturday. That so that, that, was, that was too bad. But things changed this week. Yep. We're jumping into this week. Yeah, unless you want to nope. clean up on anything last no, week. No, I just I want mean, it noted that I'm up two to one one now. Yeah, well, well you were in last. Two in a row. Two in a row. Two in a row. Let's go. Congratulations. Thank you. Enter. Uh, you guys watch SpongeBob, right? Have yeah. You seen, the, seen the little clip where SpongeBob's like standing at the restroom at the beach. And he's got the bubble friend. He's like walking his bubble friend around or whatever, and he puts him in the porta potty. He turns around to the guys in line. He's making everyone wait in line. Turns around to him and goes, my friend's in there. And the guy just goes, congratulations. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite clips. I haven't seen I that I use one. that so much. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, probably going to get cut from the show. Where are we and, playing this uh, week? This week we're going to Mayacoba. Mayacoba oh, Classic. Right. We're in Mexico. Riviera Maya. Yep. It's yep. windy there. It's, Greg Norman uh, designed. Which is an interesting point. We touched on live golf. Mm-hmm. And now uh, he's he's like he heading up live golf, yep. and now we're playing a Greg Norman course. So yep. Yep. kind of ironic there. But um, also to be noted that uh, this week we're back. We we got some powerhouses in the field. Yeah, it was evident. Yep, right away when you looked yeah. at the at the roster, the, the price points on there. Yep. Um, yeah, big name coming back, Victor Hovland, back to back champion, looking for a three peat. Uh, great guy. Never stops smiling. Uh, one of my, one of my favorites, young, young talent. Um, Chuck, I don't know in your, uh, in your research on, on course. Yep. You know, from what I've seen, it's, it's a pretty, uh, it's a, it's a tropical course. We'll call it nothing, nothing too out of the ordinary between, between, uh, this one and and some of the other ones. Again, not overly long. So you don't need to be a bomber. Mm-hmm. Just over seven thousand yards, so I'd say stroke gain uh, off tee for versus the distance is going to be one of those keys. And then I'm just going looking at the previous winners, just strokes gain tee to green is what I'm going to focus on. Mm-hmm. Those overall, overall, overall tee to green. Yep, go out there and do a search on strokes gain tee to green, and of course a Victor Hovland um, is going to be up towards the top. That's why he plays so darn well here. Uh, that's what I'm doing. That's yeah. the stat I'm going on. Yeah, to your point, you don't have to be a bomber at this course. Nope. Which uh, I think is easy to get to get lost in now. But at the same time, I mean, looking at some of these previous scores, you got to be able to make birdies here. That's right. 23 under par is what uh, what Victor Hovland shot last year. So it's not like you can't uh, you can't make birdies here, not hitting it well off the tee. Um, but uh, to that point, he also hit. Like eighty four percent of his greens last year or wow. two years ago, so you gotta. I mean, it's strokes gained approach, strokes gained off the tee. Um, I think that's uh, that's a good uh, good thing to look at. Another interesting point. Looks like we got another uh, chance of weather 
rolling in this weekend down there. A little chance of rain, w- rain and some winds. Well, it, uh, historically, it does blow. It does blow there a little bit. Yep. So again, if you're going to be somebody that's going to play a daily, you may want to look at morning tea times. Mm-hmm. Pick a team that's loaded in the morning, but you might want to watch forecast too. If it looks like it's going to rain and front comes through, yeah, Calcutta Clipper comes through in the morning. You Calcutta might want to go afternoon, but if it just looks like it's going to be a regular day there, you'd you'd want a morning team. How about did you guys do any dailies last week? I did not. I was busy. Yeah, no, we, I didn't I either. Yeah, well, for how much we talked about it, that's too bad. I probably should have. With three guys missed the cut, I'm, I'll take I'll fall on that See, sword. I I fell on a little analysis here with our friend, the defending champion. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's hear it. Uh, you know his last event. Which was at the CT Cup, CJ Cup. I mean, back where Chuck, when Chuck was there on site. Yep. 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 He he was outside the top fifty in strokes gained approach that event. Is that right? Yeah. Oof. So not in solid form. Mm. Uh, but he hit eighty six percent of his fairways. So he's okay. driving the ball well. But uh, he was where? Where was his last event? Does it say? Yeah, it was CT Cup. CJ CJ Cup. Cup. Oh CJ yeah, Cup. I blanked out. Well, I mean, now on uh, that was a long that was a long uh, golf course, well, wasn't it? His iron game was off that week. I'm well, just when saying you're, when you're hitting a long iron into the greens, this is under seven thousand yards. He was outside the top fifty for that event. That's all I'm saying. That's not going to get it done. No, I'm hoping. I mean, here with the little, you're going to have a shorter irons into into these greens. I think you can get it done. I wouldn't necessarily rule him out. But I will say a three-peat, uh, that would take some special magic, especially with some of these guys got coming in. Scotty Scheffler, um, for all that he has been playing, and I know it's beginning of the season, but this is the first event since not being number one ranked in the world. Chef? Yep. So I, I read uh, an article saying he did a putter change at the CJ Cup. Oh, did so he? you guys know that? He went to the Scotty Cameron, the mallet type. And, really? Yep. You uh-huh. lost four strokes putting at CJ. I can't believe. I mean, you're number one in the world, and you're switching up putters. Why would you change anything? I don't know. You guys are the pros. I'm just telling you what I read. I shouldn't comment on this. I change putters every five footer I miss. So, however, I don't know. Is he is he known for his putting? Well, I mean, he's got a custom circle tee, Scotty Cameron, with the blade, and he's won numerous times with it. So. I guess there's nothing wrong with a guy experimenting a little bit. Okay. You're number one in the world. He's not living and dying with the CJ Cup. Might as well give it a try. Try it out. It'll be interesting. Did you see what he was using? Is he sticking with that this week, Chuck? I have not heard. It'll be interesting to see. Scotty Scheffler putter. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'm super excited about my team this Me week. Me too. Are you? I'm, I'm giddy. Anyone uh, Anyone pick up Jason Day? Um. No. Well, I did. maybe. I did. I, I like it. <laughs> So, you know, that you look at it, and there's six players over 10,000. Right? I did notice that this week, and we talked about it uh, two events ago when Rory McIlroy was the only one. So yeah. this is interesting that now, because, yeah, you got uh, yeah a lot of money being thrown around. So there's some game theory here in that you can you can go into an event like this and go, yeah, any of those six players – honestly can win any of them. You look at those names, right? Right. Then you look at the 9K guys, and that's obviously going to save you some money. Mm -hmm. There's a solid group in there as well. 
right? Inclusive of Jason Day. Your yes, guy. sir. Hoagie's in that group. Yes. Arguably playing as well as anybody in the field when you look at strokes gained, right? Mm-hmm. And he's won before. Not here, but he's won. He's got, he knows how to win. So you can go at it where I'm going is try to get somebody in that 10K or above. But then you're really going to be a little bit handcuffed and you're going to have to find guys in the six to seven case. Hmm. There are some players in there. There are. But you're taking a little bit of risk. Or you go and say, you know what? I'm going to load up and go two guys in a 9K as a target, right? Yep. Avoiding the 10K and above. But then you're taking a chance that Hovland doesn't three-beat. Right. You got the guys that are statistically looking like they could win. I found a way to do have my cake and eat it too. Okay. Nice. Hey, I'm to your point. Let's hear it, Mark. What's your I get to kick us off? I think so. I thought the guy that nah, won winners go first. Oh, winners, I'll go. I'll that's go. the rule. In case we want to change something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's funny. Okay, I'll go that's first. Funny. It's the truth. It's true. I'm going to avoid the 10K and above. Ooh. My top dog is Hoagie mm. at 9,500. 95, yeah. Then I'm going to take uh, Mr. Todd. Brandon Todd at 9K. I like his form. Then I've got uh, Adam Hadwin. Three of three cuts made, inclusive of a top 10 in his last time out. Then I've got Adam Putnam, or Andrew Putnam, sorry. Andrew. Five of five. He's made every cut he's played in so far. Uh, And then I've got Harris English. Harry. If you remember... Year, year and a half ago, he was top 25 guy. Yeah, he was uh, world rank. Yeah, kind he of was, a surprise. He snuck up there. Yep. Yeah. Um, if you look at his recent stats, he's had six uh, events in a row where he stroke gained positive on mm-hmm. approach. I think that's, that's he's yeah. coming into form. I mm-hmm. like where he's at. Mm-hmm. And then my wild card guy, uh, mid sevens, is uh, Hayden Buckley. Hayden Buckley. If you look mm-hmm. at his. Three or four cuts made last time out, a top five, and a top 20 previous to that. He doesn't have rec- or course history here, but I just like his game. Yep. Good. I got uh, good on strokes gain total for Hayden Buckley. Mm-hmm. So, And he's on the lower end of things, right? He is. Yeah. 6,000 something? 6,000 something? What's um, his value? So I want to say it was 6,800. So solid, mm-hmm. solid on analytics. No course history, though. Correct. Take so a little take, flyer. Take on. a little leap. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mark, I'm next. Yep. All right. Here's here's. I went. I worked the the dollars and how how these guys are playing, and a little course knowledge. All right. So I I went with one of the big dogs. I'm going with Hovland. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just home cooking there. He, you know, he he obviously loves playing there. I'm going to spend the eleven two on him. Mm-hmm. I found a way. I got Tom Hoagie on my team, and he's not even the most second most expensive player on my team. Wow, really? I got is it Taylor Montgomery? Yeah, yeah. That guy's hot. Top twenty machine. Yes, yep. yes. Good on strokes gain total. Overall, fantasy points per game. He's over 90. So is Hovland. So is Hoagie. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have those three. I loaded up with those three guys. Then I chase it with guys that are playing well. Aaron Badley. You're going Badley. Wow. I like Value it. at 6,500. Yeah. He played. He was a superstar last week. I think he's hungry. He was on my team. I yeah. should stick with him. 
Why are you abandoning a guy that I, just made you money? Or good call. That's a, that's I may modify. I like right the battle. Okay. So so far, are you guys on this? I like so it far. so far. Yep. 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 So far. Then this guy at sixty eight hundred, I think he's a great value. CT Pan. Yeah. Five of five cuts made. Pan. He's almost seventy two fantasy points per per mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in the six in six thousand. You got to find somebody that's you know that's the reason play. why they're at sixty eight hundred. Yep. And then to round out my team, I went with a guy. Not too many people are going to have on their team, and this is my this is make or break in my opinion. He's got to make the cut. He's got to make the cut, but he has done that there. Okay. Rory Sabatini. Whoa. We have our first Rory Sabatini pick Jeez. of the season at yeah. 6,300. The fedora master out there. Yes. He's he going to be living it up. I bet you he wears a Hawaiian shirt on the first tee. Wow. Hey, he's in his element there. He's not qualified for senior tour yet. He's getting close. <laughs> he's got to be, right? Wow. Okay. You guys probably share a goatee, the goatee look. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> he's got more hair than I do. No, and uh, he's the guy that he he doesn't put up with slow play. So one time, he's get it, like he wa- he hit his tee shot and then walked the entire par three before his opponent, who was really slow. This was a decade ago. Before I think his opponent even hit his shot, he was standing up by the green waiting for him to hit his I shot. I can respect that. I can, I can respect. Do you remember that, that at all? Absolutely. No, I don't. But that's yeah, a great I mean. Story. His guy was dilly dallying after the great. They play in twosomes and it's still taking him forever. Yeah. So his, his dude was still fumbling around back on the green. Rory got up there, hit his tee shot, put his club, he and his caddy walked up to the uh, up to the green, and they he's cross armed looking back at the tee, just waiting for this guy to play. Nice. Which is brutal. <laughs> so, anyways, I uh, I like that squad. Okay. Right. I got I got one guy I'm nervous about making the cut. So Sab. Yeah. So based on that, Mark, I'd like to back up a second. Go ahead. I love the battle a call because the guy's playing playing well. He's a mm-hmm. he's a veteran. So I threw him in, which freed up money for me. My my wild horse, my my guy, I think actually could win this is K H Lee. Wow, eighty seven hundred. I was able to afford him, so he's my he's a guy I got I got my eye on. Jeez. So I like the battle a. Thank you. I'll be thanking you next week, Mark. Yeah, look at this. All of a sudden, we're a team podcast now. Well, sometimes Helping you gotta gotta hear one another to come up with the best one. True. We should come up with a rule though. You can't change your team once. Well, once once you well, announce your team, I already submitted my team. What do you mean? No, I mean once you make your team, uh-huh. like you announce your team. Uh-huh. That's why the winner goes first. Winner uh-huh. goes first. I, yeah. No, I'm I'm well, you, not in that. Once you announce your team, you can't change. That's the advantage of the guys that didn't win. We get to. Well, hear I wasn't your team. gonna, but yeah. before I started, you said you go first because in case we hear something, I want to add to my team. Yeah, but he could. You you announced though. Well, that's too bad. Well, I just did it. For next time, I won't do that then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Winner makes the rules around here. Jeez. <laughs> LJ, what do you got? All right. Well, um, I'm hearing a lot of what I got. So I, I too, I spent the money. I went uh, not necessarily top-loaded, um, but I spent money. Victor Hovland, I'm kind of doing a, a semi-course history slash recent form. So Victor Hovland got on there. Tom Hoagie got on there. Uh, and then I went uh, Jason Day. I like it. Spent yeah, the money. I like that. Jason Day. I'm, I'm hoping this is his tournament turned around. I'm high on Jason Day. He's trending. Trending. Trending in the right direction. Then my next one, 
I'm I like this kid, Zachang Dao. He's back. Didn't he just miss the cut for you? No, he was the one. He was the one that if he didn't shoot four over on oh, Saturday, okay. he was going to be right there. Okay, right there. Mm-hmm. I like it. So I'm, uh, you know, it's it's twenty to twenty six cuts, six top tens, high fantasy points per game, sixty nine hundred. I like him. recent form. That's my recent form. Then you go the CT Pan route. I like that one too. Great Don't you value have them pick. Yeah, I do. Yep. You guys we're are sharing the same. Yeah, guys? we're sharing half a team. Well, to be fair. We did not make this team at the same time. So oh, okay. I, it, no, I'm not listening to him. And then uh, my flyer, my real flyer, I'm going experience and course history in Ryan Moore, $6,300. I like Ryan Moore. So No problem with that at all. No. He's another one up there in age, isn't he? I would think. Yeah. He, him and I Sam, mean, who's older? No, he's 17. He's older. Oh, you're certain about that, are you? Yeah, Ryan Moore, yeah, I think, he's is like a UNLV product. Mid-30s. Oh, Ryan Moore's older than that. Isn't he? So Ryan Moore played actual shots at the Masters doing a drill that I had people work on over the, the years. The 90-degree drill? Yeah, you just hinge it right you in front me, of you. You had me do that. Yeah. yeah, you hinge it in front of you, and then you take the club back. He, he, he played. played that way in a major. Well, there's been studies that say that you don't even need a backswing in the golf. Right, they studied it and that it didn't pan out. Oh. It didn't play out. You need a you need a backswing. Yeah, he was born in eighty two. Eighty two. So he's forty. He's, he's 40. forty. I was close. You said thirty something. I said mid thirties. That was fine. Okay, roll the tape back. Seven. Yeah. So there's uh there's my squad. I feel I feel okay about it. Honestly. Not super high off the week I had last week with those guys. I felt pretty good about that squad too, but I'm not uh, super great on on that. Chuck, so. if somebody's out there and they're they're like, "Hey, I just want more data." These guys, I I like what they're saying, but where where can they where can a person go out and do research for free? Yeah, without paying a whole bunch of money. Yeah, just do a Google search, and as we talked about the the core metrics today, strokes gain T to green. So if they just type in SG or strokes gain T to green, PGA, enter, you're going to get a listing. You'll have multiple sources that list those. Um, I would start there. Um, you can do course history. So you could type in this particular golf course. Um, again, Google search. Do a uh, previous winners. And you'll have a, there's three or four sites out there that already list those for you. So you'll see Victor listed and then how many t- or where he finished each time he's been out there, Sabatini, how he's done each time. So there's there's uh, three or four different ones that Roto Grinders is the one I use uh, that give you that data, okay. and it's free. If you really want to dive into the nuts and bolts detail, you have to pay that subscription. Uh, like a uh, Roto Grinders is like thirty five bucks a month. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I know a lot of people do if they're really into to. Uh, they're metrics. making a living off of yep. it. Yep. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it's out there. We're going to try and distill a lot of that information down to to try and get it as simple. Uh, we're we're a handful of guys that are looking to have fun with it. So I think that's the the ultimate goal for us here. Just having some fun. Just have some fun. Beating you guys week to week. I'm going to come back. This is my week. I'm coming back. Mark my words. Well, right you copied here. my team. Of course, you're going to come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, learn from the best. I guess. Yeah, we'll see. 
Um, yeah, another great uh, another great show. We got a little bit of everything in there. From we were a hockey podcast to start. We were. Um, I was hoping we'd talk a little Halloween candy. Yeah, and I was going to say liken it to building a team. Like, what would you be your number one? Like your top like guy, it. like the Scotty yeah. Chef. For me, it's the it's the probably the uh, Snickers bar or the Your Twix. Ah, no, bar. I'm not a Twix. Twix no. really isn't a candy. What is it like a wafer, chocolate covered wafer? wafer? Yeah, 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 yeah. With caramel. What What are you thinking, Mark? What's your number one? Out of like, if you had to build your top six candies, who's your number one? I like the peanut butter cup. Yeah, mm. you know, and that's solid. Week to week, that's a cut maker. Yeah, I just. It, it I'm uh, always picking a Reese's. It covers a lot of angles. Mm-hmm. Um, you can justify it. You're getting a little protein with the peanut butter. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm still in a build cycle here. I'm I just worked out today. Here's I'm my lifting. fifth Reese's cup today. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say uh, Kit Kat. Now that I think about it, Kit yeah. Kat's probably my number one pick. That's your number one. I love a Kit Kat. That's see, that's like number two for me. I'm I'm Reese's and then Kit Kat. You know, Reese's. Like, if I see them in a bowl, I'm gonna grab both of them, and it's kind of a toss up as to which I open up first. Okay. With the Kit Kat, you get to have an activity when you eat it because you, you gotta break them apart. Yeah. And it, you know, how do you want to break them apart? Yep. You know that I, I like that, but you got the Reese's. You guys, you guys don't you just open it up the... and and take a bite out of the Kit Kat. Never. You got to break them column apart. Column by column. Column by column. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All those candies are getting smaller though. They are. You notice that? They yeah. are. Like the fun size. That's not fun size. <laughs> the no fun, fun size. Fun no. size. Fun size is the size of my laptop. Right. It's the one that takes me an hour to eat. <laughs> That's fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we were last night we got home late and we didn't have any oh, candy. Boy. We didn't even yeah. know we were gonna, you know, and so our lights were off basically on our house. And sure enough, some kids came to the door and all we had were uh York peppermint patties, Ugh, which doesn't even crack my top one hundred. It's terrible. <laughs> we had no candy in the house, so these kids oh. got York peppermint. Yeah. Is that what you call them? Yeah, peppermint patty. York so patty. that that those were going to the parents for sure. That's terrible. And the parents you might, might not even be like the those. only ones that handed out York peppermint patties in Moran. We just got home. We were making French toast and eggs at at eight thirty at night. That is bad. You're that group. Well, it was that or nothing? Yeah, no, we weren't going to turn them away at that point. Protein builder bar or something. Could have given him some golf balls. Could have. All right. Well, I mean, so you get top two. Reese's, Kit Kat. Chuck, you're a Snickers guy. Kit, I, I'm a Kit Kat and Snickers. My Snickers is good for the golf course. And again, goes back to the protein. Yep. Yep. Uh, sleeper pick for me would be Twizzlers. I'm a sucker for Twizzlers. Okay. Pull and peel over the original. That might ruffle some feathers, but I'm a pull and peel guy. Give me the cherry. Talk about an activity. All right. Pull and peel off of there. So there, there's some candy picks, some topical Halloween fun. Um, kind of craving a Reese's Cup now, so I might go track one of those down. But there's uh, episode five for you uh, right on that hour mark. We're, we're doing pretty good there. So uh, thanks again for joining in. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Stick around for the next one, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next week.